0: George Madness is in full swing, and we have another Locked On bracket breakdown as two seed UCLA took down 15 seed UNC Asheville. I'm Jordan Black. We are joined by the host of Locked On UCLA, Zach Anderson Yoxheimer. Zach, this was a takedown and then some. Give us your general impressions of this contest. What went well for UCLA? It seemed like a lot went well, right?
1: Yeah, the ball was tipped, and then nothing went right for UNC Asheville. The UCLA Bruins came out dominant. Even guys who didn't shoot the ball well were playing a big role in passing the basketball. Every single player who stepped on the floor from the most important starter to the walk-on contributed in a positive statistic in some sort of way. So top to bottom, just sheer domination.
0: You mentioned domination before we got on defensively. Talk a little bit about how important that is. Maybe not necessarily in this 2-15 matchup, but especially moving forward. We know the cliche, defense wins championships. How important will that be for this UCLA team?
1: Well, it's not a cliche for UCLA, considering the fact that is they will win the championship this year if they continue to play championship-level defense. And the reason why I actually picked them to go all the way despite, you know, potential concerns of matchups and injuries, which we'll get to, is the fact that their defense is so ridiculous. And while this game might be an outlier because UNC Asheville won is a bad matchup because they turned it over so much, and then UCLA loves to turn it over and run and get easy layups, that was a recipe for disaster, and UCLA made that happen. But in terms of championship-level defense, they've proved this the whole year. Who's in, who's out, they all had the defensive championship mindset when they come on the floor.
0: So let's talk a little bit about those injuries. A lot of people nationally are just saying, you know, rule UCLA out there too injury laden. Tell us your general perspective about UCLA, knowing that there are a number of injuries on this team. What do they look like on Saturday and then moving forward, hopefully to the sweet 16 after that?
1: Well, the biggest one First is the Jalen Clark one that's been discussed, I believe for a couple of weeks, a week plus now with Clark being out since the Arizona game at Pauly Pavilion. It's been about a week and a half hurt. He's gone for the year, the defensive player of the year in the PAC 12. So when you talk about championship level defense, he led that he was so dominant that that is an automatic, huge loss. And while we saw UCLA play well without him in the PAC 12 tournament, the other interesting fact is where does a Dembona play? So you get, the guy who is the conference defensive player of the year and the freshman of the year, and both those guys are out. I think this team, they can play without Clark. Initially, my reaction wasn't as positive, but after I saw it, I think it worked. Now, the question is, are they deep enough to play without Bona for one more game? I'm not entirely sure how that looks versus Northwestern. They've been mum. McCronin hasn't wanted to give anything. I haven't heard anything in terms of if it dumb Bona – Again, Pac-12 Freshman of the Year. And we saw how good Amari Bailey was. The freshman, if he wasn't hurt during the year, might have been Freshman of the Year. Adem Bona is someone who is athletic, hustles, plays that championship grit-type defense, and just is an extra body that UCLA desperately needs from here on out. They can survive this game easily, but every game will be a lot tougher, closer, and harder to deal with down the stretch. And if Bona's not there... That can be tough, and I don't know what that looks like with this left shoulder soreness that they're calling it.
0: Now, it's one thing to win a, a two fifteen matchup. It's another to win it 86-53. to 53. Did you think that this UCLA team was more motivated after seeing Arizona go down earlier in the day?
1: I mean, it's tough because they just lost to Arizona, right, in the Pac-12 tournament final, as heartbreakingly close as it was. And while the Pac-12 tournament final... Is not on the it's not the end goal. The end goal is the NCAA tournament title. Bruins won the regular season title, but still, everybody you know on social media would think Mick Cronin's going to put in some you know propaganda. You guys got to come out hard. UNC Asheville might do that, and then when you're sitting in the locker room or sitting in the hotel, whatever they are doing, watching Arizona lose, it probably puts you on upset alert, right? It gets your mind even more focused after being angry four days ago, and you say, all right. We're going to play. And they want to play with heart. And this is the team that's played with heart and grit all season long. I keep using those words, but that's just what the foundation of this team is on, which is why they can go deep in the tournament with some injuries, but they need bone it back. But, yes, I would say the motivation looking Arizona lost to Princeton, first off. Ha-ha. Second thing, go Tigers. Third thing, I think the Bruins are ready to go.
0: Okay, so we will see – UCLA against Northwestern on Saturday. You will keep us posted on all things injury and UCLA. But for more on UCLA, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on UCLA. And for the full bracket, for all things March Madness, all the action, subscribe to Locked on College Basketball, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Zach, thank you. Your team every day. We appreciate everyone for watching and listening.